Stalkim Davlam Adalad, two very similar emails, one from Mordechai Sapaznik. He says, Thank you for the great eight steps chart on Daf Lamed Gimel. It really helped me understand the Daf with a Geshmak Mordechai from Yitzhak Yerushkovitz. The chart with the six steps on Daf Lamed Aleph really saved me. I appreciate the hard work you put into it. Your Talmud, Yitzchak Hershkovitz. Another email from Gedalia Miller. He writes, It's almost a year since I got hooked on learning the Shir with Merkaz Daf Yaimi. It started out with the eight minute Daf. And the most exciting thing for me is when I realized I actually remembered the Shakhtar of the Gemara. Once I realized I can join the Shir in the afternoon, I was hooked. Gedalia Miller. So we're talking about Truma Tmeya. Truma that's Tomei is permitted to use as fuel. Says Gemara provided that it's disgusting, you won't come to eat it. So if you have a loaf of bread or oil that's disgusting, you can use it as fuel. What about wheat kernels that are very hard to make them disgusting? Rav Huna says, we have to be concerned you might come to eat them, therefore do not use it as fuel. Rav Yochanan says, Rav Yochanan says you could use it as fuel, provided that you cook it up first, and then make it disgusting, then you could use it. Gemara says something similar, that Abishol, he was in charge of Rebbe's bread, and he used to buy truma tmeya for really cheap, to use it as fuel. And he wasn't concerned, Rebbe wasn't concerned that the truma tomato is going to touch the dough. Why? Because once you designate anything for fuel, then it loses the shame food, and it loses its tuma. Rabbi Ramasna brought a mission in Trumois and asked a question. It says in Trumois that if you plant truma that became tummy, let's say you take a cabbage and you plant it, it no longer is food, and it's tar. However, it's usher to eat. Who's usher to eat? What's usher to eat? So we have a number of shatim the Gemara. Because if the tuma dissipates and disappears, why can't the kain eat it? Kain is permitted in truma, and it's not tummy anymore, so why can't they eat it? So they answered him in the name of Rabbah, that we're referring to Yisrael. Yisrael can't eat it. It's still truma, therefore Yisrael can't eat it. But he asked them, but there's no chiddush in that. That's the Mephurish Mishnayis, that something that grows from truma has the same halach as truma. And something that grows from a growth of truma, in other words, if you take an onion and put it into the ground, and it has offshoots, other onions, they're also usher. Just like we say that if you take tevel, tevel is food that you didn't, you weren't mafresh trumas or meisers from, before miruah, before it was chayiv in truma, you put it into the ground, whatever comes out is considered chul and you're allowed to eat it. However, once you do miruah, you cannot eat from it. Why? Because what grows from tevel is like tevel, and by truma is the same thing. Rav just comes out with the pshat. When you take truma, that's tummy, you plant it, the tuma leaves, and who's also to eat it? Even a kayin can't eat it. Why? Because there's hesachadas. The Torah says, Mishmeres you have to watch your truma, and if you don't watch it for a second, you can no longer eat it. So we have a machlekes rebirchen shlakesh. Why can't you eat it? Is there an inherent problem in the truma? Not that there's a suffix, maybe somebody whose tummy touched it. Just there's an inherent problem. You didn't watch it, it's tummy. That's what Rishlakish says. Rishlakish says no. It's a suffix if somebody came along and touched it. I know for a fact that nobody touched it. Let's say Eliyah, nobody comes. We have a video camera. You saw that nobody touched it? It's not tummy. On the southwestern side of the Mizbeach, there's a small indentation in the ground where the Kayin would throw the chatas ha'ayv, the bird chatas, which was possible. He'd put it in there, wait overnight, where it became possible belina, and then they would burn it. Now, what are we talking about? What kind of soul? If it was pigol, the Kayin had the wrong intent, then burn it right away. We must be talking about that the Kayin was Messiah Das. He forgot about it for a moment. Now, if you say that, like Rabbi Yochanan, that it's not an inherent problem in the bird. It's just, we don't know if it's possible or not. So that's why we have to wait overnight. But according to Rishlokish, that there's a problem in the actual bird, why can't you burn it right away?
So Rishlakish is going to have to say that this bird became puzzle. It was touched by a Tulyaim, somebody who went to the mikveh that day, so most of his tumma came off, and he's just waiting for nightfall to come. So in between that area, he went and he touched the bird. Now we have to wait for Lina for the next day in order to burn it. But already says in the Braisa, the case of Tameh, okay, there's two cases of Tameh, one of a Tuliyah and one of a regular case. Rabbi comes along and says, these Babylonians, these people from Babel are Tipshim. They're stupid. In other words, they live in a dark place. They say things without thinking. Why do you have to say that the reason why if you put Truman to the ground, the coin can't eat it is because there's Messiah Das. I have a much better reason. The reason is because we treat Truma, we put it on a pedestal, we give it a Mila. And even though it's completely tar, we say it's Asr. The Allah is that the waters that we bring on the Mizbeach, the Nesachim on Sukkot, let's say Chavez and can carry, and we have water that's Tameh. So first, remove the Tumah. How do you remove Tumah from water? You touch it to another source of water, the Tumah goes, then make it Kaddish. Don't make it Kaddish, and then take out the Tumah. Why? Because we made a special Maila by Kachim, by water. So too, by Truma, we make a special Maila. This water that you made Kaddish, and then you take away the Tumah, is no good. How do you make it Kaddish? Did you put it in the Klisharis? Well, there's two steps when it comes to water. First, you make it Kedushas Damim. You say, this water is Kaddish. You could even put it in a regular house cup. Then, once it's Kedushas Damim, you put it inside a Klisharis, and you say, now it's Kedushas Agur. So to make it a big Maila, to put it on a pedestal, did he just say it with his mouth and it's Kedushas Damim? Or did he put it in a Kli Sharis, which is Kedushas Agur? So Rav Dimi said, I don't know exactly, but I have something similar. We know that grapes, they don't have Kedushas Agur. You, when, you, when you bring the, the wine for the Mizbeach, it's not Kedushas Agur. Nevertheless, we say that Rabbana made a mile on it. They become Kadosh right away. So you see that even with the mouth, there's Kedushas Hapeh, and that's enough to make a mile on the grapes. So the same thing will be by us. You make a mile on the water, even without Kedushas Agur, only Kedushas Hapeh. Grapes that became tummy, and you squeeze them, and afterwards you made them Kadosh, they're tar, but in reverse, you made them Kaddish, and then you squeeze them, no good. Rav Yosef says, these are talking about graves that were truma. And since they're truma, just as they are, it's as if the Kaddish Gdushas Hagov. It's as if they had a Gdusha through a Kli. But the water, by, by, by Sukkot, that you need a Kli, over there, Gdushas Hapeh won't help. You need Gdushas Hakli. We have a problem. We said that these grapes that you, that you crush, if they're good for, for the Mizbeach, we, don't, we didn't say how much. What's the shear? Yesterday we said, Rabbi Yechon says it has to be less than a kibetza. So either, over here also, Rabbi Yechon meant less than a kibetza, or the chat is, there that we said less than a kibetza, as we're talking about, somebody who was a Risha in the Tumah touched the grapes. The grapes in turn become a Shani. When a Shani touches liquid, it jumps all the way backwards, the liquid, and becomes a Risha. Now you have to be careful. You have to do less than a, than a kibetza. But by us, we're talking about that the grapes were touched by a sheni. So the grapes themselves are a shlishi. Shlishi don't have the power to make liquids a reshine. Have a wonderful day.